Hi, welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know Lord Bala, Johnny Hotcakes, Mean Motherfucker, Master John! Yeah! Yay, me! Okay. <laughs> Hairball. <laughs> Did it. Okay. Yes. So we're here. We're here today, John, and you know, we've got some interesting emails. We do? I want to share with our listeners, as always... All right. So, the first Share one... Share with me, too. Yes. The first one, he's written before. So, I thought, hey, this is a new email. This will be exciting. Hello, Mistress Me and Master John. It's your favorite ugly dick with solar system under the balls boy again. Hmm. Yeah. I solar don't know. system. Yeah, I don't quite get what that means. Okay. But I remember ugly dick. Yeah. He sent us a video. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, uh, the, with the, glo- the heel, right? With the heel. Something. In the video. Yeah, well, we, yes, we yes. made fun of his dick, yeah. Okay. He said, I really enjoyed the show on Dirty Talk. I just thought I'd share my own experience or fail with Dirty Talk. I often find myself struggling with Dirty Talk. I love eating her out. One time as I was licking her pussy, she asked me to tell her how much I liked it. I blurted out that I liked her pussy juice so much that I wanted to contact Coca-Cola and have them make a tray of cans of her pussy juice so that I can keep drinking it when I'm at work. Oh, my God. I went out to Oregon one time, and there was an energy drink out there called Pussy Juice. That was the name of the energy drink. Wow. It was great. (laughs) Wow. So, he continues with, That made her laugh so much that we had to stop our sexy time to let her catch her breath. On the plus side, I was unintentionally left with blue balls that made our next sexy time that much more fun. All right, Solar Dick. (laughs) Solar Dick. (laughs) Now, this is from DJ. And DJ has written us, and he's the one who gave us that elaborate sex story that was really good. Okay. So, hello, Mr. Smee and Master John. Why every time you mention butt stuff do I get mentioned? I'm being bullied by her at home for it. And when I'm bullied, I'm listening to the podcast. So, come on. By the way, you said you're still on waiting to hear how it went. I mentioned in an email before how the first scene went. We have a couple of items arriving at the end of August now. So, once those arrive, it's down to whenever she wants to fuck me up. I'm so glad you enjoyed the little scene my partner and I had, and thank you for all the kind words about it. Master John, doing that southern accent killed us, though. But if he wants to do an accent next time, we're Welsh. So, if that's easier. Gotta say, though, yes, it's okay for her to have a butt plug, because she actually likes it. I can't say the same, but goddamn, she's determined to change that. Now, he doesn't want the butt plug, apparently. He doesn't want to talk about butt stuff because he gets in trouble. Exactly. And I don't know if I can do Welch. I know, right? I can do Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I love the idea that the scene is saved via the email I sent, but we actually keep past and future kink endeavors written down already, even with some pictures. Like, I still have the original version of my kidnap fantasy I asked for before my partner fucked it up with the cow stuff. So... (laughs) 
I'll have a nice comparison when that happens and I find out exactly what has she what she changed. I'll be happy to send that by the way while you're waiting for the real thing if you like. But seeing her go red as you're reading it out definitely will keep this scene in mind written or not. Anyway, thank you again for the kind words. It means a lot hearing you both say it was hot. Hope y'all have a good day now, DJ. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. They write down because we use yeah. that email for the journaling. Yes. Episode, so they, it's good that they write it down. That is awesome. And he said before she fucked it up. I don't think she fucked it up at all. I think she's going to kidnap him. Oh, yeah. And do what the fuck she wants. Exactly. She didn't fuck it up. She made it real. Damn right she did. All right. So, tonight we're going to talk about the telltale sexual tension signs and tips on moving forward. Oh, wow. That's a mouthful. What does that, even, what does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, So, when you have sexual tension with someone. Yeah. And, you know, and most people know when it's happening, but they don't know how to move past. Yeah. You know, what in the dating scene what they used to call it was a closer you know you got a guy who can talk to girls who can do all these things they really like him but he can't close the deal he can't he can't get him in bed that's right can't so, seal it so we're going to talk about how to close the deal <laughs> <laughs> so sexual tension occurs when individuals are drawn to one another in a sexual way okay thank you for that Captain Obvious <laughs> Sexual tension is often more intense than a regular crush. It can cause people to do and act in weird ways. So how do you know if you're having sexual tension with another person? Here are some telltale signs that you are experiencing sexual tension, in addition to some tips on how you can turn your sexual tension into something else. So, eye contact. They actually look at you. What? <laughs> Whether it's locking eyes from across the room or glancing at someone Every once in a while, eye contact is one of the most common forms of nonverbal flirting. So if you catch somebody looking at you, and you look back and they're looking at you again, that's a pretty good idea that it's okay to talk to them. Get up off your ass and stop being a pussy. Right? Wow. You know, so many men want women to approach them. But, you know, men need to be the hunters. They need to hunt. They need to make the effort and work you know, for the, the whole projective idea to go and find a woman. Correct. But right? on the other, the flip side of that coin is men are conditioned not to. <laughs> I'm serious. You think so? I'm serious. Because if the guys are at eight, nine, or ten, those guys are getting any girl they want. They just walk up to a girl, you know, just like a woman. If she's at eight, nine, or ten, she's, she's getting guys left and right, right? Mm-hmm. If you're not then you go up to a girl and you get conditioned to being rejected. And it, it, after so many rejections, you're like, okay, well, I'll just wait till a girl finds me attractive. Also, sexual harassment is a real thing, even in dating, and men get, get trouble for approaching women. And they get tired of getting in trouble and being called sexual predators and all kinds of things just because they walked up to a girl. Yeah, that's and, true. And it happens. So... Guys are very cautious, especially if they're not the hot guy with the rich abs and the big chest, you know? But, you know, John, there's always guys, especially at these parties that we have, they're single guys and they think everybody wants to fuck them. And they're not a 10. 
They're not even a fucking eight. They're two. Yeah, I, I was going to give <laughs> you know, a mediocrity of a five, but, you know, in seriousness, it's like not everybody wants to fuck you. Just saying. Okay. Okay. But you do have a lot of chicks who want to fuck you, so good luck, John. <laughs> I don't know. I never, I never get lucky at the parties, so I think I intimidate people at the parties. All right. Whatever you say. Well, I don't know. I, I'm I, not a closer. See, I... Well, no, you're not. And I think that... <laughs> I need to work on that. You miss a lot of sexual cues. Yeah, I do. Just... Yeah. Because I've said to you, like, John, hello. And you're like, no. Really? Okay. Anywho. Well, let's go. okay. As a guy. Yes. I'm not attracted to every woman I see either. Exactly. Just like all attracted to me. Exactly. So you have to find the right person. So eye contact is really important. Yeah. If you catch, if you're checking them out, and they catch you checking them out, and you catch them checking you out, at least they're interested. You know, you know they're interested. True. Okay. All right. So touch, while sexual tension might be initiated by some prolonged eye contact, it'll also probably involve a close hug, a lingering touch. Yeah, you know they always say when a woman leans over and like touches your arm, mm-hmm. you know she's into you. Yeah. But, you know, I've touched a lot of people, and I'm not into them. I just, you know, naturally... It depends on how you touch them. Yeah. If you put your hand on their arm and leave it there. Gotcha. Yeah. That's the difference. Okay. You know, if it's more than three seconds, (laughs) she probably likes you. (laughs) More than... Oh, my gosh. That reminds me of that episode, Big Bang, and it was um, Billy Bob Thornton. And he was this weird doctor, and he was just like... He was counting... One Mississippi, two Mississippi, and he thought the Penny wanted to fuck him. <laughs> and Penny was just hitting on him because she was a drug sales rep and he was a doctor. Right. She wanted to make a sale. Right. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you want to be near them, John? Oh, we're done talking about touching? Yeah, I mean, do, okay. do you have anything to add to touching? Well, touching is nice. I like being touched. <laughs> As part of your five senses. I, I like touching and being touched. <laughs> you want to be near them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So speaking of the five senses. Yes. You get close to somebody and you can, when, you, when you're in the mood, we'll call it in the mood. When mm-hmm. you're in the mood, you release pheromones. Okay. And the other person is releasing pheromones if they're in the mood. It's these hor- they're sex hormones. Sure. So you get close to them and you want to stay there. It's because you can sense the pheromones. You can't smell them, mm-hmm. but they're there. So I don't know if that's what this is talking about, but usually when I want to be around somebody, it's because they're releasing pheromones. Okay. When you have sexual tension with someone, you want to be near them. You look for ways you can brush elbows while passing by or opportunities to be close to one another. If you are in a group setting, you might find that you always find ways to be at each other's sides. Whether it's subconsciously or intentionally can sometimes be hard to tell. If it feels good to be around this person and they seem happy to be around you too, then it could be worth pursuing something. Ooh, pursuit. All right. So, your voice changes when they're around. Yeah, mine changes. It sounds like I'm going through puberty. (laughs) (laughs) I'll make note of that. <laughs> My voice cracks. When you have sexual <laughs> when you have sexual tension with someone, is that what happens? I don't know, but it happens. 
It's common that your voice changes when you're around them. Even if you're talking about boring everyday things, your voice might take on a different, more suggestive tone. Oh, in the windows. Yeah, I guess so. I like that foot long hot dog. <laughs> if that is not an indication. Yeah. Oh, look, you laugh more like we do. Like we do. When you have sexual tension with someone, you will probably feel giddy when you're around them. Just up pheromones again. Mm-hmm. When you are, uh, which means that you will find everything they say funny and laugh way more than usual. This laughter can be due to a degree of nervousness, or you could just be feeling lighter and more carefree around a person you're seriously crushing on. Mm-hmm. That definitely happened. <laughs> so, nonstop flirtation, John, is one of the most telltale signs of sexual tension. When you're around someone that you have sexual tension with, you'll be in a flirt mode 100% of the time, whether you want to be or not. You'll find yourself playing with your hair, worrying about your clothes, and doing little things to get their attention. Oh, yeah. Like showing your boobies, John. I, I don't show everyone my boobies. My boobies are special. Yes, I do. As soon as the party starts, I'm naked. Maybe that's what's wrong. Maybe I'm too Maybe. aggressive. Maybe. Stop getting naked straight off. I'm scaring them. Shit. With my little wiener. Your schnitzel. Okay. They show up in your dreams. Oh, you dream about them. You know you really have a crush on someone when they show up in your dreams. When you have sexual tension with someone, it's hard to get them off your mind during the daytime and at night, which means you might show up in your dreams. Oh, goodness. Wow, that was a long sentence to say nothing. It was. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, to break that down, I think that our subconscious weighs on us, especially if we have a lot on our minds. I know I have very vivid dreams, and when I have someone on my mind or thinking about something, you know, they get intermingled in my, my thoughts. So yeah, I can see that. But awkward conversations. So we always have weird, awkward conversations with people. So we have weird, awkward conversations with each other. <laughs> we do, totally. <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, John, do you suffer with jock itch? Tell me what you use. Um, <laughs> I usually wash my paws when I take a shower and it goes away. <laughs> <laughs> While flirting is mostly fun and games, sexual tension is often characterized by getting super flustered. Oh, this, their cheeks turn red. Yeah. Oh. This can lead to awkward, faltering conversations for people who have the best social skills. Perhaps you can't get your kind out of the... Oh. Get oh. your kind? Wow, they... They yeah. did some editing on They that. did. Get so, your mind. Yeah, get your mind out of the gutter. So for the audience, that wasn't your fault this time. Oh. You read the actual Look verse. at you. <laughs> Not correcting me and shit. No, oh. correcting them for being stupid. Yeah. Or perhaps you're just too nervous to keep up a lively conversation. Either way, sexual tension can lead to some awkward conversations. You know, I found myself doing that. I used to have a crush on this guy, and, you know, he was in college with me. And, yeah, there was just something about him. We had conversations. And I found myself fumbling and then sounding like a total idiot. Yeah. And I told him at one point, I swear I'm smart, you know? <laughs> But he was too dumb to realize I was really just, you know, having sexual feelings about him. But anywho. <laughs> it's awkward when sex comes up. Ah, speaking of sex, there we go. Right. 
Because you and I can talk about sex all the time because oh, well, it's yeah. never happening. It's like, yeah, we talk about it. Oh, yeah. When you're talking to your crush about sex, all of a sudden, you, Ooh. Yeah. 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 Even if you aren't the person to bring it up, the topic of sex is bound to edge its way to into conversation at some point or another. When there's sexual tension with you and another person, the topic of sex is so unspoken that it feels totally awkward when it comes up in your presence. You might avoid eye contact with that person if it does come up, or steer the conversation in a different direction. So if your friends come up to you and start talking about sex, you stop looking at each other. Mm-hmm. Like, no, fuck that. We're going to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so other people notice. That's true. Yeah. So even if you think that you're keeping your flirtation to a minimum, people around you will notice if you and another person have sexual tension. So that's what's up with you and so and so, and nothing has ever happened between you two. It's a telltale sign that there is some palpable tension, sexual tension. <laughs> yeah. Wow! It's a sexual tension is often electric. Is it electric though? <laughs> It is when I do it. Apparently. Because you use the violet wand. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, nice little session on Thursday's episode coming up. You zap somebody real good. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah. You second guess yourself. Oh, I do that all the time. <laughs> Don't tell people that, John. I'm so confident. I never feel awkward at all about anything. Ever. Ever. Sexual tension can often lead you to feel insecure or to second-guess yourself when you're around the other person. That's what can lead to those awkward conversations that we talked about before. If you feel like you are second-guessing yourself when you're around someone, think about what is causing you to feel insecure. Pursuing the relationship further and actually exploring the sexual tension can actually help you get over your initial ten... ten hmm. How do you say that word? <laughs> Well, you should say tenacity. Ten- it's the same thing. Tentativeness. Tentativeness. Wow. Tentativeness. It's a lot of syllables around the other person. Yeah, they could use a better word. They could. Tenacity. Yeah. Yeah. Tentativeness. I don't think that's a word. How about tenaciousness? Okay. Yes. I don't think the word they put there. No. It's not. All right. So your heart skips a beat when you see them. No. I don't think you that's You forget how to breathe. You feel totally giddy. Look forward to spending time together. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we're talking to like 12-year-olds. <laughs> well. Like boys and girls, you're pumped, you're going to sweat, and you're going to get so nervous. People want to learn how to talk to their crush, so this is how you do it. All right. Go ahead. You feel the need to be secretive. Even though nothing has been has even happened before the... Between the two of you, you may feel the need to keep your friendship, relationship, or whatever it is secret from other people when you have sexual tension with the other person. This feeling often stems from feeling protective over the other person and the possibilities that you have together. It can also stem from feeling silly for having these strong feelings without having hooked up yet. Even though the tendency is to be secretive, it can be good to talk to other people about your sexual tension to get a second opinion before making your move. Yeah, that's because they're insecure and they're doubting themselves. Like, is she out of my league? Well, yeah, probably. You know? Yeah. Yeah. She usually is out of my league. (laughs) I wasn't talking about you per se, but. But I get her anyway. (laughs) Apparently, she's not. 
So you get maybe I'm out of their league. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm the catch. <laughs> Bullshit. Okay. No. Okay. Listen. Hear okay. Me hear me out. All right. Maybe I need to feel better about myself. Um. And and look at all the good qualities about me and say, hey, I am a sexy motherfucker. Oh. With a big old dick. And oh, okay. they are lucky to have <laughs> Is this your <laughs> this bullshit in my snoring in the ear. I was gonna say <laughs> Is this your pump up talk that you have for yourself looking in the mirror? John, you got a big dick, you're fucking amazing. They're lucky to have you. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Sometimes you have to look in the mirror and tell yourself that. It's true. You do. You have to have you have positive affirmations and sometimes you have to remind yourself you have a big dick. Okay. And they want it. All right. And then you have to remind yourself it's really big and it hurts, so you need to slow down a little. God. All right. You get butterflies when you're around them. Use your tummy get weird, John. We said that before when they we heart did. skips a Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it necessary to tell everybody this? I mean, we know these things. Yeah, they're just repeating themselves now. They are. So, you find somebody you like, they like you back. What's the next yes. step? You make the fucking move. Who makes the move, though? The man. man. The man makes the move. Okay. Yes. Okay. We're going to debate this right now. Oh, Lord. No, I'm serious. Okay. Because you're a dom. Uh-huh. So as a dom, the submissive isn't going to make the move. You are, right? Yeah. But you're not a man. You just said the man makes the first move. Yeah. But as a dom, you would make the first move. See, gotcha. John. <laughs> John, John, John. Made you but think see, that, didn't I? Those little fuckers, though, they pursue me. You know? Just saying. Hmm. Just saying. Usually they, when they I reach out to effort. a girl, they tell me to shut up. <laughs> wow. Okay. Not really. But uh, yeah, I was going to say. I call bullshit on that. But anyway, shall we? Shall we what? Say goodbye. Should we go find our crush and... Tell them we want to fuck them. Absolutely. See, that just the direct approach. Just be like, I saw you looking at me. I like your boobs. Let's go fuck. Or here's an even better one. Mm-hmm. Hey, nice ass. You want to suck my dick? See, the interesting... <laughs> the interesting that's, thing... That's how I feel some of these guys are talking to the girls at the parties. The oh, girls. absolutely. Yeah, and... Absolutely. The crazy They're part, fucking idiots. The crazy part is, I think sometimes it's working. I don't know how some of these guys are pulling these girls. Oh, my God. Well, half the guys that I would like to fuck, they all wear chastity cages and they don't want to use their dick. So, where am I stuck with? <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. All right. Yeah. Well, till next time, think about how great you are so you can talk up that girl and get in her pants <laughs> and make all of your crush fantasies become reality.